0: Did I dissect girls, did you know I'm utterly insane? Why don't you make like a tree? and Get out of here. The blackest dyes. The
1: tune Come on! Make this asshole. You're a terminated fucker. Live or die, man. Rose, when we're dying, we don't need Rose. You can be only one. I'll kill you all.
0: Boonies never say die! We call these each
1: other. And as you can see,
0: I'm not happier. Are you not entertained? This is fun. Happy trails, Hans. This is the Skewered Universe Podcast. My name is Jeff. And I'm Leanne. And we want to welcome you guys back. Uh, First things first, before we dive in here, we did not finish Nick Cage November as planned. Life sometimes gets in the way, that's all I'm going to say, but next year, we're going to fuck your ear holes with Nick Cage. Nick Cage will be all up in you, all up inside you, making you feel warm and toasty. But just your ears. Just your ears. Nowhere else. Anywhere else is considered assault. In the ears, it's just oral pleasure. You didn't have to laugh and make me feel good. Did that make you feel good? No, it made me feel horrible. So, it is getting down to the end of the year. The end of 2021. 2021. Which is so weird. So we decided we're just going to do a random episode talking about whatever we want. No movie discussion. No real review of anything. We're just going to touch on some things and have a conversation. Because this is how conversations start. Exactly. <laughs> well, I want to give them an idea of what we're doing here. <laughs> i right, be like, oh, I wonder what movie they're going to talk about because they didn't read the description. Like... They're not talking about a movie. They're not talking about a movie. (laughs) They might lose it. I want to prepare them. Anyway, so yeah. Nice little catch-up episode. What do you want to talk about first, Leanne?
1: First of all, gallbladders don't need to exist. Can we petition them to be removed from human anatomy when we're born?
0: I think that's a good
1: cause to support. In the past 30 days, I've had three gallbladder attacks.
0: It has not been fun.
1: It's been awful. And I'm tired of it. I'm over it. (laughs) At first, when I told people this, they would tell me, oh, yeah, just get it removed. Just get it removed. And I'm thinking, how many body parts can we just remove? Because apparently there are a few. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I thought that was a bit extreme. But every... And I'm (laughs) like, oh... Okay, I guess that is normal. So yeah, good times.
0: That's weird. We're a mix of parts that don't need to be in there, but yet we have them. Yeah, I I don't understand human anatomy. I never will.
1: No, me neither. It's
0: like the appendix serves no purpose, but unless something's happening, eh, we'll just let it hang out.
1: It could burst at any moment and kill you, but you know,
0: you know, as long as it's as long
1: as it's not angry, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, and I was looking up YouTube videos about gallbladders and they're talking about how they're basically funnel shaped and how the stones would have a hard time like getting out, I guess, because of the way it's shaped. And so it's not like kidney stones where the kidney stones can pass through your body with gallstones. They just hang out. (laughs) They just hang out. Ow? yeah, so Oof. yeah, yeah, hachi machi. Yeah, this past attack lasted over twenty four hours, so it's been a it's been a crappy weekend. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, to say the least. And there's nothing I can do to help you except keep you plentiful of turmeric and peppermint tea to kind of help stave off symptoms.
1: Yeah. And acetaminophen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so it's been good. Yeah, I'm sure some people out there know how you feel. They've probably dealt with it before. I don't.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you don't. Yeah. But other than that bringing me down, um, because I've been working a night job, I've been listening to things more. I listen Mm -hmm. to... A podcast, not ours. Um, I listen to audiobooks. And so for the audiobooks I've been listening to, they're super depressing. One is an FBI agent (laughs) that used to work on child cases. So that's depressing. One is about uh, basically the memoirs of a slave girl. That's super depressing, and it got darker than I expected it to be, because apparently she was in this crawl space for, like, seven years, right above her children, and her children didn't know she was there because she was hiding. Intense. Super intense. Holy shit. (laughs) But then, when I want to get out of that and listen to something that makes me happy... Mm -hmm. I listen to Strange Highways.
0: Do you mean Strange Highways by our friend Paul Stedman?
1: I love him. I love him.
0: (laughs) I I had to throw in the cheap plug real quick.
1: I'm I'm super obsessed. Like, my mind has been activated, and I have left work on multiple occasions spiraling.
0: (laughs) Just completely spiraling. Well you're you're a pretty big fan of the Twilight Zone anyway so listening to that and hearing them go back with all that I think is interesting but I think there's something more that you're getting out of it. Like what? Um I don't know, your mutual love of Black Mirror possibly?
1: Oh, well, okay. So he's covered he's covered a couple of episodes of Black Mirror and I need him to cover more more i need more paul i need more (laughs) (laughs) and i was listening to one of the episodes and he said something that just cracked me up and i told you about it and it cracked you up what was it punish me punish me black mirror daddy (laughs) exactly what it was that's exactly what it was and then (laughs) That's it. It it emotionally drains you, but it leaves you wanting more.
0: Yeah. I I can only handle so many episodes of Black Mirror at a time. And if one of them is like super intense, I'm like, "Okay, I need to step away otherwise I'm going to get into a dark hole here."
1: I live in a dark hole. My brain is a dark hole, so I just I went right through them.
0: You very much came off right there as Lydia from Beetlejuice. (laughs) And that's not a knock at all.
1: No, she's a good character.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I live in a dark hole.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. I'm basically as emo as it gets. Which
0: is funny because you're the complete opposite. Yeah, the complete opposite. And how it works, I'll never understand, (laughs) but it does it yeah. does. I mean, we're married and it works.
1: Yeah. We've been married. We've been together for 10-ish years.
0: This will be, yeah, 10 years. 11. 11? 11 I years? don't know.
1: I don't do math. I, d- I don't even. 11 know. together, one married, so. Yeah. It's been an interesting ride for sure. You have me going, whoa, woe is me. Life sucks. And then there's you making dad jokes, doing little dances.
0: <laughs> it's it's an odd uh it's an odd relationship, but it works. Yeah, I'm the straight man. Yes, she is the straight man to my uh mentally impaired self. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that as in not to knock anyone who has real issues. I'm just saying at any given time, I have three different TV theme shows playing in my head, and then a slew of dad jokes on backup. It's like you hit a button, and my soundboard goes, dad jokes, here they are, boom, 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 boom. And then I hate
1: them until they make me laugh, and then I hate them more.
0: <laughs> and then you hate me a little, too. <laughs> I've seen you die inside You're like, I can't believe
1: this is who I'm with. My God why if it gets me to laugh i get so pissed off
0: <laughs> oh it has happened more often than not more often than you'd like to admit i'm going to pretend that that is not accurate oh you can pretend all you want i have an ongoing log <laughs> it would be hilarious if you did it would be hilarious january 15th 2014 i said this you laughed then probably threw something at my head <laughs> Which has probably happened. You've probably thrown the stuffed monkey or something at me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I do abuse you.
0: Yeah, but I like it. <laughs> Punish me. <laughs> Punish me, Black Mirror Daddy.
1: <laughs> what have you been what have you been uh watching, listening to?
0: What I've been listening to a lot of podcast at work.
1: Well, that's to play normal, yeah. really. I mean, you since I've met you, you've been a fan of podcasts,
0: and not just one or two, a lot. Yeah, I've I've got a lot since probably about two thousand nine. I didn't jump on when a lot of the shows I was to started in like 07. Same here. So I caught them late, but because I'm such a th- Fucking weirdo, I have to go back to episode one and catch up on all the back episodes, so I know if there's any interesting callbacks that they may do down the line, I'm gonna understand the reference. Exactly. So right now I'm going through the backlog of Invasion of the Podcast. I am into twenty eighteen finally. And there there
1: is a little a little something that he adds (laughs) to it that's from (laughs) Strange Highways,
0: and it makes me so happy. There's been a couple of episodes where on Invasion Paul has mentioned robots and there's a sound clip from Strange Highways from one of the episodes of a guy going (laughs) robot and he will just randomly throw it in. You actually did it perfect. Robot. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. It's funny and any time I hear it come up I just start laughing. Me too. So, yeah, I've been doing that, uh, kind of bouncing between my regular podcasts, which I'm not going to list them off, but I mean, well, I guess I could. Bloody Good Horror, Talk Without Rhythm, Night of the Living Podcast, Russell Talk Podcast, AEW Unrestricted, Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. Shout out to Patrick in New York, by the way. I I think that's it. There might be one that I'm missing in there. I haven't dove and dived in jumped into strange highways yet we'll make a chromatic correction here chromatical correction
1: and the good thing about strange highways is that it's not just covering one season of right twilight zone it's covering like all of the seasons i think
0: yeah they're going from the start each episode in in order. order and from what you've told me they throw in so much extra stuff and they're not super long episodes
1: well, they're they're about 60 to 70 minutes long, which is funny because the actual Twilight Zone episodes are 25 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was rare if you got one longer than that. And if you did, that was pretty much that entire show. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to have to jump into that one. But playing catch up on one and then trying to stay current with the others. It's insane, but I'll do it. I've done it before. But my brain goes, oh, different podcast. Let me check it out. I'm like, I really like this.
1: I almost added another one to your list, but oh yeah, yeah, daily affirmations with Scott and oh, Chris. Oh yes, Chris and yes.
0: Scott. I've listened to a couple here and there. Yeah, yeah, but because I'm playing catch up on all these others, I'll have to leave that to when I'm like almost caught up and be like, I need to change it up. Let me listen to this.
1: Well, in in my whole life, I've only listened to a handful of podcasts, like handful. And my first podcast was Daily Affirmation with Scott and Chris, and it was mm-hmm. back in two thousand seven. I think about the time you had mentioned, right? And it's just these two nerdy, dorky guys chit chatting for about half an hour, and they make me laugh. And that's it.
0: Yeah, they're they're funny. It's just I think the thing is because I didn't listen to it back then and it's not something more recent, I have a little bit of a harder time getting into it. Mm -hmm. Because most of these shows that I listen to have been around since 07, 09, 2010. Some a little more recent, so like 2016 in that, but that's just because they're like, I'm finally going to do it, kind of like me. Well, I'm (sighs) also
1: um, one of the podcasters from Daily Affirmation, um, Chris Straub. He started another podcast called Are You Scared Yet? And I tried so hard to find the episodes. You could see the episodes like listed, but none of the websites or apps would let it play. And then I found out that he has a Patreon. And I think that's where the episodes are. But I also noticed that he started doing more recent episodes of Are You Scared Yet? And I think I had you listen to one. You did. How did you think? I mean, what did you think about it?
0: It's not bad. I like their discussion. As far as the, I can't remember the woman's name. And I told you this, as far as her dis, how do I want to word this? Her not enjoying Midsummer. I was struggling to find the right words there, and I finally got around to it. I think there were a ton of factors going into the movie that caused her to maybe not enjoy it. Yeah, I think she mentions that, too. Yeah, because there was a lot of things leading up, and then she's like, and then I just didn't like it, and then there was this, and then there was that. I'm like, I've been there. I've been in a bad mood, gone to a movie, and been like, well, that movie sucked. And then I'll watch it again later, and I'm like, oh, it was everything else around me that was going on. I was I was just disassociating from a film. Yeah. I wasn't into it at all. I was just disconnected, didn't want to get into it. I'm one of those people, if I'm watching a movie and it's something that I really want to see, I want to give it my full attention. And I know that kind of (laughs) sounds hypocritical when we're watching something here at home and I'll grab my phone real quick and I'll post on Facebook, we're watching this. Or I happen to jump on Twitter and then I see breaking wrestling news, you know, 400 more people released by WWE. (laughs) No shit, right? (laughs) Which I'll, I'll touch on that in a minute, but yeah. Other than that, I like their discussion. I like the fact they were like, well, nothing really scares me. I've seen all this. I've seen all that. And I hear a lot of people say that. And I think the problem is you just haven't found the right type of horror film to get under your skin. Now, for me, slashers for me aren't scary. I grew up watching slashers Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, some of that stuff, older stuff. They don't really scare me. Now, the supernatural stuff, even though I don't believe in it, like Paranormal Activity 3... That got under my skin. That was creepy. Is that the that one that disturbing. creeped
1: me out too?
0: That was the one with the two little girls. They went back. <laughs> it's yeah. funny
1: because movies don't really scare me. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I was watching that movie in the bedroom alone and I was getting so creeped out that I texted you. I'm like, can you please come watch this with me? <laughs>
0: well, it's it's so well done. And I think the fact that it they're not, holding back. The kids are being attacked Yeah, by this thing. They're not going, well, the kids are, are sacred. They can't be attacked. They're like, no, this thing is malevolent and will take on anyone that stands in its way. Yeah. But it was it was well done. Yeah. And I, I don't mind most of the Paranormal Activity movies. I think uh, Ghost Dimension was a huge piece of shit because we started watching that. That was the one where all of a sudden you'd look on the screen they're like, it's the Ghost Dimension. And it was just like dust and stupid shit on the screen oh there's another one that came out recently that I've heard is actually pretty good and goes back to like what the previous ones were but I've also heard that the marked ones is a really really solid entry in that film series and I, I haven't finished it I watched maybe 15 minutes of it and I was like it's getting late I gotta turn this off otherwise I won't go to work tomorrow because I stayed up too late watching a goddamn paranormal activity movie yeah Anyway, <laughs> now that we, where did where did we how did we get here? Oh, <laughs> the, you're podcast, the podcast. Are we scared yet? Yeah, good conversation. I like what they bring to the table. I like their discussion. It's very calm, which is one of the things I look for because I have enough podcasts where people are like, ah, 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 and the conversation can get very animated, and everyone's like, bah, 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 and funny and joking, and there's a few that they're like right to the point. They're funny, but they're still like on track.
1: Well, I'd like to attribute that to um Chris Straub. He he's very mild-mannered and kind of soothing.
0: I really like it. It's very much like an NPR kind of voice he has. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, welcome back to Are You Scared Yet? Like, whoa. Okay. But I I enjoyed it. I would I would give them more lessons if I have access to other episodes. Yeah, I get it. Me too. Yeah, if I didn't have to go to their Patreon. And... Which I get.
1: I get. I, I totally get it. Yeah, I get But it.
0: we don't have the money. Yeah. We don't have the money. We have a Patreon set up ourselves. Patreon.com slash universe. You can go there and get Some transmissions episodes and soon we'll record that demon knight commentary probably after the first of the year i think that'll be a good time to get that recording
1: yeah i think the new year is gonna be i don't want to say a reset because that isn't a good word but kind of like a fresh start yeah like a soft reboot sort of
0: like for example our intro like now we're (laughs) yes we're equal it's not me introducing everyone like i'm a fucking game show host <laughs> we're on equal footing yeah
1: and, and plus we've we've kind of had a couple of ideas in the back of our mind of things we could do how we could make things a little bit more streamlined mm-hmm. things like that so I'm kind of hoping that next year will be a, a really good productive fun year
0: for yeah. us I I would like to amp up production of the show get more stuff out there more Patreon content for anyone that wants to subscribe there and help support the show. We also got a new mic. Yes, which is a big deal. Yeah, because we tested it after we got it, and we tested it again tonight, and it sounds really clear. Yeah, it's a lot better than before, people.
1: Yeah, because I I like to go back to the list and listen to our previous episodes, Um, not only for quality control, but I also like our podcast (laughs) (laughs) and some of the some of the episodes i the audio is a little a little rough so i was like you know what maybe we can get a new mic let's see what we can afford and you were like well i found this one i'm like let's get it right now
0: let's go (laughs) yeah we got it brought it home tested it and pleased yeah very pleased yeah yeah we were actually gonna try and record that night and then you were having your issues i had a gallbladder attack we did not mm-hmm. and i will apologize right now to anyone who listened to the last episode the nick cage november vampire's kiss episode because i realized i went a little rambly with description of what was going on in the movie as opposed to just kind of talking about where our heads were at watching it and just touching on a few things that happened i gave a more boring Plot detailed synopsis throughout, and I realize that's not everyone's cup of tea, so i'm gonna I'm gonna pull that back a little bit from now on, guys, so believe me, I listened back, I heard it, I went, oh, this is kind of bad, and yeah, you know we grow, it's growth through listening, through criticism, we grow, and if I happen to go off on a rant about something in the middle of something, fuck you, it's my podcast. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Correction. It's our podcast. We no, know what we want absolutely not. It is
1: your podcast, one hundred percent. All right. Well, you at least have a producer's credit on
0: the podcast. Sure, I'll take that. There you go. You <laughs> heard it here. She is a she is a producer on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know why I'm looking at the screen like somebody's there. Yeah, I think okay. I'm just looking at green markers go by as we speak. <laughs> so what what else should we talk about here? Because there's there's been a lot.
1: Well, I did have a list, but I kind of threw the list away. Um, oh no! Oh no! The list—it's oh no, broken. it's table is broken. <laughs> Goddamn TikTok! <laughs> fucking TikTok! God damn it! Okay, so when my mother was alive, she would send me her favorite TikToks multiple times daily, and it drove me up the fucking wall. I would just ignore it. <laughs> And then after a couple hours, I would check one or two and be like, oh, ha, 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 that one was funny when the dog made the noise or whatever. I did not care. I was annoyed. And eventually she moved on to sending them to your mother. And (laughs) your mother had to deal with it. I was not on TikTok at the time, so I didn't understand Mm -hmm. the fuss. I assumed it was teenagers dancing, and that's literally all it is. Well, I've become obsessed. I've I've
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is uh broken the algorithm. I've I've hacked the algorithm. I found it's it's a problem for me. It's a problem. <laughs> it's usually if I see you
0: on your phone, I know it's TikTok, which is so dumb. <sighs> yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, but there's there's some funny stuff you showed me on there. Like earlier, the the guy who fist fights his dog Kylo.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. His oh, dog. It's so funny. His dog can't do any. Um. Uh. Why is my brain stopping right now?
0: I trick. Don't, uh, trick. Oh, tricks. Right. Yeah, he like can't that, do yeah.
1: a trick without making noise, and he basically like squeaks. Kind of. Yeah,
0: kind of squeals and squeaks. <laughs>
1: So he pretends like he's beating his dog up, which is, he's
0: obviously not, but it's so funny. It's like anime-style punching, and so he's <laughs> like, oh, like what you showed me, he goes, feed your dog whatever he wants. He goes, Kylo, I'm gonna feed you these hands. He just starts, like, <laughs> pretending and like he's punching. Like, you hear, like, ooh, ah, uh, ooh, 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 ooh,
1: And the dog going,
0: ooh, ooh, ooh. And sometimes, so, but just lightly pushes fist inside his face, and the dog just goes no! And it sounds like the dog's going, No And it it's really funny. It's My favorite is when he bonks him on the head. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I can't get on TikTok because I know that will be where all my time goes. Yeah. And I spend enough time going down YouTube rabbit holes like the goddamn restoration videos I've been hooked on. Because for some reason, I like watching people get like, hey, here's an old rusty bread slicer from the 1920s. I'm gonna restore it. It's brand new. I don't know why. I am not gifted in any way to do any of that shit. You would hand it to me and I'd be like, that's garbage. Throw it away. <laughs> for some reason, I like watching it. That, and then when they get the old broken gaming consoles and controllers and they fix those. Well, that's a double whammy for you. Yeah. I'm like, oh. That would look shitty. How are you going to fix that? For some reason, like, watching them restore, like, old coffee grinders, it's not so much that it's like, oh, I wonder how they're going to get it. It's waiting for them to bring out the fucking sandblaster. Because for some reason, I just, like, zone out, and I watch it, and I'm like, ooh. Oh, I don't know if that... Oh, it took it off. Oh, okay. Oh, that, that looks completely different now. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Some of you out there are going to be like... Ooh fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah, I am. I own it, but there's something soothing about watching somebody sandblast metal, taking off years of dirt and paint and just bare metal, the rust, and then it becomes brand new again. I, I don't know.
1: Well, to be fair, I don't
0: know if you remember this, but that's the type of stuff my dad does. Yes. I, I am aware, and I'm like, next time I see him, if I show him this, I may get him hooked on YouTube for some reason. He already likes YouTube, but it's mostly for instructional videos. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if I showed him a few of those, he'd probably be like, oh, that's cool. Or knowing your dad, he'd be like, oh, he can get the same effect by doing this and this and this, and he wouldn't have to do all that other stuff. Is Your dad is one of those guys that just, if he doesn't know it, he'll figure it out.
1: Or he'll he'll figure out a way, his way to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think 90% of the time, his way of doing it is pretty much the way it should be done anyway. Yeah. But he's not afraid to get into that. I'm always like, I'm going to take something apart, and I'm going to forget where something goes, and then it's going to blow up in my face. Like, the most I'll do is open up the PS4 and get the, the air and blow it out and clean out the fan and all that. I'm not taking it apart like, let me take out all these screws and remove the board and the hard drive and the disk drives. I'll be like, how does this go back together?
1: But is it satisfying to do the air
0: Oh, yeah. To watch all that dust fly out? Oh. Oh. Okay, that sounded a little weird, but yeah. Yeah. Restoration videos. That has been my... That and then the other random shit I come across on YouTube. Like what? There's this channel called Corridor Crew. It's this VF visual effects artist house. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, we're looking at good and great CGI with You know, one of the guys from Guetta Digital who worked on Avengers Infinity War and whatnot. So they'll go over stuff with that, and that's kind of cool. But then they do these challenges with everybody around. They're like, we're going to take scenes from Spider-Man movies, and we're going to make them R-rated. So they'll do one where the scene from Spider-Man 2 where Tobey Maguire is trying to slow down the train. Mm -hmm. And he's got all the webs on the buildings, and he's straining. They made it so his arms ripped off
1: oh, okay, never mind. I was going somewhere completely <laughs> different. <laughs> I'm like, that's more than R-rated. <laughs> um,
0: do I want to know where you were going? No. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> that's a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, they went in and digitally made it so his arms would rip off and then he would kick his shoes off and shoot webs out of his feet. Ew. And stop the train. But then he just falls forward after he's done because he's so tired. Instead of the crowd pulling him back in the train, he just falls off and lands on the pavement, mm-hmm. and then the train falls over anyway and lands on him and crushes him. So, they've made Harry Potter R rated. They've made James Bond R rated. It's I go down these holes because I really like seeing how effects come together, but then I like seeing what they do is like, oh, we can totally make this R rated now. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And then, uh, randomly going and seeing if LA Beast has posted a new video. About whatever weird shit he's doing. Have a good day. <laughs> him throwing cards at Mountain Dew cans. That was and being last successful one. Yeah. in puncturing them. Yeah, I was impressed, because I can't throw a card to save my life. No, neither can I. Someone comes up to me and says, I'm either going to cut your head off, or you're going to throw this card and get it to stick in that watermelon. I'm like, I'm cut my head off.
1: I love hearing him, like, hype
0: himself up. <laughs>
1: He ta- he talks such shit to himself to try and get himself hyped up.
0: Yeah, he really does. It's funny. Yeah, so I go down YouTube rabbit holes. Of course, I'm all over the wrestling news and all that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because when you get news that, oh, hey, all these people are being released from WWE. Again. Yeah, 80 people. I think it's a total of 80 this year alone released all because at one point they wanted to hoard all this talent because they heard about AEW coming and you can tell me it's not because they were thinking, oh, they might get some of these guys and we might actually have competition. You can tell me that the reason was, no, they just wanted talent. They don't care about competition. No, they're going to sell. No. The problem was they hoarded talent so AEW wouldn't have a big talent pool to to take from. They were thinking they were going to oh, we're going to make it smaller and they won't get anybody. Meanwhile, AEW is doing just fine. And even I don't mind watching AEW. There you go, and you don't know a lot of the people that are in it. So. Exactly, and that tells you something.
1: I used to watch WWE, mm-hmm. and absolutely not. Won't watch them anymore. What's the point? It's boring. It doesn't make any sense. They're not using the talent correctly. They're not letting the talent get over on the fans. Like it's it's nope. stupid and pointless. It is and rude and how dare you like Vince fuck you who do you think you are that's that's my two cents <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if sometime in 2022 we find out they're actually selling because yep the guy who is the president right now Nick Khan that's been his track record for other companies he's gone in he's gone in basically made the company company look more profitable so they could sell at a higher rate. So all this talk about people going, well, they weren't using them anyway, so why did they have them? Some of these people were there three months. They're like, oh, well, they weren't using them. Three months is not enough time to get somebody over. And then you take NXT people, moving to the main roster, and then after three weeks, it's like, well, we're letting you go. Why did you even move them up and start anything? You're making it so people can't get invested in anyone unless it's fucking Roman Reigns, Or Brock Lesnar I was just going to say Brock Lesnar Or Charlotte Flair on the women's side
1: Which (laughs) Charlotte Flair, super talented Great, great, great talent Boring Super boring to me And Brock Lesnar When I first started getting into wrestling I loved me some Brock (laughs) Lesnar He's a beast Is he talented? Uh, sure He's strong, and he will fuck you up. He doesn't play soft. He will rough you up, and I like it. That, that, yeah, beat the shit out of him, beat the shit out of him. But now I'm like, you're so boring. Boring. And he never shows
0: up. Why is he even there? Who cares about, is he even relevant anymore? Yeah, their fans love him. (sighs) And anytime somebody goes, I don't get why he's a big draw, he's only there part of the time. He's there for five minutes. And they're like, well, you just don't understand the the appeal of Brock Lesnar. It's like, Clearly not. I watched when he debuted. I watched his rookie year in WWE. I know the talent he has. And basically they've gone, all that other shit you can do, stop doing that. This is the lane you're in. You're big, you're strong, you throw people around. Stay there. It's like, You have to have growth. Otherwise, the characters don't work. And for me, pretty much all of WWE doesn't work for me. And I like the guys they have. I like Big E. I like Cesaro. I like Becky Lynch. I like the majority of people they have on the roster. But when you present it in such a way that I can't get invested in anyone because they may be released the next week or... The shows just seem boring, or everything is a distraction, or a roll-up finish, or a no contest. They have had people debut on the main roster from NXT, and you would think, okay, a debut, give him a strong showing, maybe don't have him win. Or, give him a strong showing, have him win. And they don't do that. Last time I heard they had somebody go up there, he got beat fairly quick, and they were like, well, that's his main roster debut. I'm like, you made him look like a joke. Now, on the other side of things, we recently got to see the debut of Hook in AEW, Taz's son, and everything about that was right. And I'm not saying this is some, you people out there that are going to listen and go off on your little tangents. I'm not some fucking AEW mark that doesn't get the relevancy of other companies and this and that. I'm not like, oh, I like flippy bullshit. That's why AEW makes me happy. You need to cut that talk out. I like pro wrestling. AEW is pro wrestling very little sports entertainment involved a lot of pro wrestling so when he walked out like it's business he walked out got in the ring went to the corner didn't even look at his opponent Fuego Del Sol until the bell rang did what he had to do got the win walked right out like they made him look real fucking good in his debut aside from his hair (laughs) I don't know why the hair bugs me. I think it's just because I'm 42 and I'm like, oh, do something with your hair, young man. (laughs) (laughs) It just, it looked like they had went, oh, hey, Hook, uh, your match is on. You gonna wake up? And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I better go through this. But hey, you gotta have, you said that you gotta have something to make you look interesting and, Mm -hmm. yeah, but apparently there are a bunch of people that have been waiting for this, just clamoring when he's gonna get in the ring. And there have been a bunch of women who are like, Hook is hot. When are we going to see him wrestle? I love me some Hook. Apparently his fans are now called Hookers. Of course. I'm like, okay, um does have (laughs) another connotation stuck to it. But if that's what you want to call yourselves, hey, I'm all for it. I know what you mean. And I'll defend you if someone says you're something else with that term. It kind of reminds me of Benedict
1: Cumberbatch, where his fans are called (laughs) Cumberbitches, and he doesn't
0: like it. (laughs) I I don't understand that. I heard them say that once, and I'm like, that? What? Yeah, no, why? (laughs) Anyway, yeah, if you can't tell, my allegiance is to AEW. And I feel bad that Ring of Honor is probably going to be completely done because there's so much talent over there, but hopefully they'll be able to go to Impact, AEW, New Japan, and not WWE. Because they'll go there, sign, maybe end up in NXT 2.0, or they'll go to the main roster, be there for three weeks, and be like, hey, we got nothing for you, here's your papers, and they'll be released again. Yeah. <sighs> wrestling rant over. God, I love pro wrestling. I really love pro wrestling. I've. I. Ugh. I fucking love it! Since you were a kid? Since I was a kid. And I kind of fell out of it as a teenager, like we all do. It's like, uh, pro wrestling. I'm not going to watch wrestling. Meanwhile, I'm like, I wonder what's happening in pro wrestling. I wonder what's happening. Then I got back into it, and then I was like, I don't like this John Cena guy. He's kind of annoying. Well, he is. Yeah. And then things kind of changed and I started saying, oh, there's other guys in here. Okay, there's other guys that I like outside of who they're telling me to like. That was the other thing. Don't tell me who who I should like. I'll like who the fuck I want to like. Excuse me. I was trying not to burp into the mic. (laughs) That would have been real nice for the listeners. Yeah, so YouTube and wrestling. That's been a couple of things I've been watching. But you did, going back a little bit, you did have me watch a couple of your favorite episodes of Black Mirror. Yeah. White Christmas. Yep. And Black Museum. Yep. Those are both really good. They're my favorite. And you saw me at the edge of White Christmas. I was moving to the (laughs) edge of my seat like, what the hell's going on? (laughs) We're not going to go like, oh, now we're going to review the episodes. We're not talking about, look, Black Mirror's on Netflix. You have Netflix. Watch it. Yeah. It's worth it. Striking Vipers was a good one, too. Yeah. Where it went, I did not see it going there. I, I think like, that oh, was the first okay. one I that had was you first watch. One you had me watch. Yeah. I had seen the first three episodes of the original first season, and I hadn't gone back. So I was like, that was a lot to take in at one time. I need time away from Black Mirror. I tried watching Bandersnatch, but it was, again, it was so late at night. I'm like, I'm not keeping track of what's going on here. This, the choose-your-own-adventure thing is throwing me off. i got to figure out what I can do it to pay attention.
1: It was fun. I, I did I did it, and I liked it. I have to go back and try it again. It kept wanting me to kill the dad,
0: and I'm like, I don't want to kill the dad! <laughs> it's like, what cereal do you want to have today? It's like, oh my god, you're making me choose the cereal for breakfast? And then that's going to... Okay, well... What do you the... want to
1: do? Eat cereal? Kill dad! Hey.
0: What?! <laughs> uh, okay... Yeah, fun premise. I was having fun, but then I was sitting there starting to nod off. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you'll miss the I'm prompt. I'm gonna get through this. To and I me, think there was a couple of times I didn't do the prompt, and it just went like, "No, you have to pick something."
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, when when I first was like watching it and participating in whatever, I really just wanted him to take his pills. Like, why wasn't there an option to take your pills? You're clearly mentally ill. You're on pills. You're going to therapy. Like, take your pills. (laughs) That was never an option. It's kill your dad. That's your option. Take your pills, kill your dad. Nah, okay. Well, I guess we're killing dad. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. What I saw, I really liked. I want to go back so I can get to the end and see how it plays out and then maybe go through it a second time. Or if I do different decisions, how it plays out.
1: And I don't care what Patrick French has to say. I love me
0: some Will Poulter. He's good. He is great. Speaking of that, he's actually going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. No shit. Yeah, um, there have been pictures going around online of, like, him having, like, worked out, and his appearance has slightly changed, like, his jaw's a little more full. I love him. And it's like, okay, you went from, like, the dorky kind of guy to, like, actually, like, really fucking rugged and handsome right now, and it's just kind of weird. It's like he went through puberty late, and all of a sudden, okay, now he's a man?
1: Yeah, I saw him in Bandersnatch, and I went, what?! (laughs) <laughs> what does
0: that happen? <laughs> yeah, it's it's
1: so funny. And he's a good actor, too. He it's, really is. You don't think he is until you see like, something like Bandersnatch and you're like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, there's a lot more to him than just, oh, I'm a goofy kid. Yeah. It's kind of why I was hoping I keep hearing seen... Pat going, I just
1: hate that guy's face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's why I was kind of hoping we could have got to see what his version of Pennywise and It would have been. Oh, for sure. And that's not taking anything away from Bill Skarsgård, because no. he was excellent for that version of Pennywise. Yeah. I mean, my favorite's always going to be Tim Curry, because it creeped me the fuck out, and it still does. Yeah.
1: Oh, I finished the book,
0: by the way. Oh, you did? Yeah. You finished It?
1: Yeah. That's really good. It is really and good. And you know what? I'm not going to go into like reviewing the book or, you know, going through it. But the, okay, so we've got the 80s miniseries. Or was it the 90s?
0: 90s. Okay.
1: And then you've got the, the part one and part two movies. Right. There are only so many things you can do in a physical Movie or show. Mm -hmm. And the book is so much more than that. I really want someone to come up with a graphic novel or some kind of anime that actually shows the story as it is.
0: That's actually cool because I've always thought it would make a really good, like, and I know we had the 90 miniseries that touched on them as kids, them as adults, here's what happened. But there's so much in between all of that. And plus the
1: origin and the ending and what actually happens with the kids that they don't talk about. And yeah, it's, it's, it's so much better than the miniseries or the movies.
0: The actual ritual of chewed, uh, all the dairy interludes going back to the early days, like
1: in the end, the city collapses on itself, it collapses on itself, is essentially completely destroyed. They have to go to the other town for resources, like why is that not yeah portrayed there's there's so much why isn't the turtle portrayed? That's a oh. big part of it!
0: Okay. It created I, the universe! I think I have a theory why the turtle wasn't there. Because it would be too damn confusing for the casual moviegoer. Like, okay. Why yeah. is this turtle there? What are they talking about a turtle?
1: But see, that's why I think a graphic novel or some kind of anime would would be able to capture it perfectly.
0: That's why I've always wanted to see somebody... And I know we've had... Like I was saying, we've had the 90 miniseries. We've had the two recent films even if they did a live action mini series where it was like it's going to go you know several seasons and we're going to start at the beginning of the book and we're going to end at the end of the book you know here are the book ends and we're going to give you all this stuff in between some episodes may be a half an hour some may be an hour but we're going to fit as much as we can of the book but a graphic novel would be good an anime series would be really good to see how dark some
1: Because it, 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 the story is dark and it's fucked up. Yeah. And I think you're not gonna get, like, clearly they're not gonna get away with that stuff in a miniseries or in a movie that's in a theater. Like, you're not gonna be able to see children doing sexual things.
0: Yeah. That was, that was a big no-no they couldn't touch. Yeah. And I I get why. Absolutely.
1: But if it's an anime, then
0: they might be able to do something with that. Animated form, graphic novel form, even if it's not shown and it's alluded to. Somehow. Exactly. Exactly. Because
1: that whole thing ex, kind of, it gives more to the relationship to Beverly and Ben. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of where we find out that there's more to their friendship than there right. is with anyone else.
0: Their bond is the strongest out of anyone else in the Loser's Club. Yep. And there was there was always one thing I wanted to see and because I saw the ninety miniseries, I saw bits of it when it first aired. And it was too much, so I'm like, this clown creeps me out because I don't like clowns. I don't do, I do hate clowns. Do our listeners know that you don't like clowns? Oh, if they don't, they're going to find out right now. I I have a fear of clowns. Legit. It, legit. It's not one of those, like, I'm going to go run and hide if somebody comes to my front door as a clown. It's the it's other way around. It's, exactly. I am going to decimate you if you show up to my house dressed as a clown at my front door. I walked through one of the mazes at Knott's Berry Farms Halloween Haunt. It was a clown maze. I went in against my will. My friends wanted to go. I walked through that whole maze with my fists clenched, ready to throw down. And I literally saw somebody, one of them, peek around the corner to see where we were at. Because I was gauging everything. I had eyes like a hawk that night. I saw him peek out, go back in, and I think he caught that I was ready to fight. Because he did not jump out at me. I turned the corner. He jumped out at the people following our group. He didn't even jump at my friends right behind me. It's like, I'm not going to get hit, because they have a tendency to get hit. And I don't want to hit someone, but I hate clowns that much that... It's a reaction. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's (sighs) funny, because we were sitting at the table one time, and I forget what it was. it a book or a website or something where it was different
0: clowns? You sent me a link to a site that was just all these old-school clowns.
1: Yeah, and you wanted to go through it, and you... I. I didn't realize at the time that you were, like, legitimately scared, but watching your reaction to, like, each one of these pictures, I was like, oh, oh, crap, that he is actually affected, but you wouldn't stop looking at it. You were
0: obsessed. I don't like looking at those, but I like the feeling that the fear gives me the adrenaline that rush. And then I'm like, okay, I gotta get these images out of my head, so I gotta go watch something like an animated feature. I gotta watch Toy Story or something. Ghostbusters. (laughs) Yeah, put on Ghostbusters something. Oh, speaking of. Yes. (laughs) Because what were. Oh, we were talking about it. Yeah. Oh, real quick before we move on to the other. There was one thing in the book that I always wanted to see them put in. Like I said, I got to the 90 miniseries later, so I saw it and I was like, okay, there's a lot left out, but I get what they were doing, and I still like it to this day. You know, shit on me for that if you like. I enjoy it. I don't think anyone is going to shit on you for that. Oh, there are times where they're like, this is so stupid. I don't get it. It's dumb. I'm like, did you understand what they were trying to do? You gotta read
1: the book. Yeah.
0: Yeah, even if you don't read the book, they they're very clear about what's happening in that 90 miniseries. We didn't get the part I wanted until It Chapter 2, which was what happened to Adrian Mellon. Right. And I still feel like there's so much more there than what they showed in the movie, and I get it. But reading that part as a kid, and I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it. I was so affected as a kid, because I was like, this is wrong what they're doing to this guy. Just because he's gay, they, they're beating him up? like, that's not right. And I'm talking, I'm reading it in like junior high, maybe the end of elementary school. Okay. So probably way before I should have even read the fucking book. And that part comes up. I'm like, why are you beating the shit out of this guy? Just because he's gay. This doesn't make sense. Like what's wrong with you guys? That's what I took away immediately. And I wish they would have touched on that more. They kind of just were like, Hey, these are asshole guys. You don't like the gay dudes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But they weren't just assholes, they were like literal psychopaths.
0: Yeah. There was one interesting note I found out, and I didn't know about this. Of the group that beats up Adrian Mellon and his boyfriend, whose name I can't remember and I should remember. The youngest kid. That was not a boy playing that part. That was a girl. She was cast in the first It movie as Betty Ripsom, the girl that had half her torso torn. They recast her for part two and put her in that role because they're like, you're a good actress. You could do this. You're just a solid actor. You could do this role. I was like, okay, good on you for not going, we need a boy for this part. You're like, no, you know what? You can totally do this. I thought it was a boy the entire time. And yet... For
1: uh, What's-His-Face's his Mom, they couldn't get a real fat chick. <laughs> really? Is there is there a lack of fat chicks in the world? Like, really? You had to use prosthetics? Don't- whatever. Whatever.
0: It's over. Let's... It's done with. <laughs> I get so worked up. So you, you mentioned Ghostbusters in past. Yeah. And I'll say right now, we still haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm still not comfortable going to a movie theater because people are fucking stupid, but that's context, that's content for another show altogether. Not even our show. Somebody else out there will cover it better, what's going on out there. Anyway, I recently picked up the Ghostbusters remastered video game. Now, this game was initially supposed to be third installment in the series. When they did it, they're like, look, essentially, this is part three. Like, All the cast came back. This is your third sequel. Enjoy it, guys. It's a fun game. I'm having fun with it. And I can see why it would have been the third movie. Or the third sequel, but as a video game. it's It looks really hard. It's not so much hard as it's just getting used to the controls, but they do something because you're taking on the role of a rookie joining the four Ghostbusters. Peter, Ray, Egon, and Winston. They give you like ways to purchase upgrades. So you can upgrade your equipment. So you get better at working the proton stream. You get better at using the capture stream to put them in the trap. You get better traps all this. So you earn money and you can buy upgrades to your equipment. So you'll get better as you get the upgrades. How do you feel about the rendering? It's a remastered game, so I'm not too mad at it. Okay. Because it came out in... I want to say it was 2017. Mm-hmm. So, right around when things were starting to shift to an even more realistic version, it may have even been earlier than that, but I'm okay with it. It's some things look a little off, but
1: I think the characters, if you're, if they're far away enough, they look exactly like the actors. Once they get close up, I'm like, Oh, that's I, too the smoothness,
0: <laughs> but it's the, the smoothness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of detail there, but I'm forgiving because you're allowing me to finally be a Ghostbuster. And yes, we were like, we were just playing a video game. Fuck you! Your eyes Fuck lit you. up when
1: you said that you get to be a Ghostbuster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, I saw the movie as a kid. I'm like, this is one of the greatest movies ever made. Let's put it this way: I saw that movie as a kid, and I remember there was this book I had. And my parents were, it was this Dr. Seuss thing where you write down like description of yourself, what color of your eyes, they give you a list of eyes, and I'm like more about you. Favorite actor? I wrote Bill Murray. I had only seen him in Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't know about Caddyshack <laughs> or anything else he's done. I don't know Stripes. I don't know meatballs. I know Ghostbusters. I like Bill Murray's my favorite actor because I loved Ghostbusters as a kid. Yeah, the game the game's really fucking fun, and it it's holding me over until we can finally see Afterlife. But I've heard Afterlife has some emotional beats that are like tear jerking moments, and I'm like,
1: oh, you might have to see God. that alone. I'm like, no! Egon!
0: No! Yeah, I think it deals with Egon.
1: I can't do it then because he is my childhood crush. Egon, yeah. Egon from the cartoon was my <laughs> crush.
0: <laughs> but I think people said it's done in a way where like, you're gonna be emotional but it's gonna be fitting and you're gonna feel good with where it went i'm like yeah but you're still gonna make me think about harold ramus is gone and egon is no longer here yeah
1: i'm not sure like
0: i personally i don't think i can handle it yeah i'm i'll be honest i'm gonna wait for it to come to digital and i'll rent it actually i'll just end up buying it day one. Who knows? Probably. Let's be honest. I'll probably go to the damn store and pick up the fucking Blu-ray to add to my collection, because I have three of the four. Speaking of that, real quick. Ghostbusters 2016 with Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Leslie Jones, and Kate McKinnon. What do you think about that movie?
1: Uh, I have two things to say about it. Mm -hmm. As a movie by itself, I thought it was great. Secondly, as a woman, I knew ahead of time there were going to be issues with them being women. And as a woman, I say, oh,
0: fuck you, because it's good. Thank you. That's how I feel. Everyone's like, not my Ghostbusters. Oh, but this is not funny. Not like, my
1: Ghostbusters. It's like, that reminds like, me of people saying, not my president. Okay, yeah, Trump like,
0: lover. Like, shut up. Like, So, <laughs> you nerds. Shut you're up. afraid of women being powerful and being just as good as the guys, mind you. And, and let's... Let's look at that. They weren't good starting out. Neither were the guys. They had to learn on the fly. The way I look at it is, look at it like like superhero movies. There's a multiverse, okay? There's multiple versions of Ghostbusters, any Earth you go to. So they're a different version. They just happen to be female. And I'm sorry, Kate McKinnon is my favorite character in that movie. <laughs> because she's so fucking weird and so fucking funny, and I just love it. yeah. Her me character too. of Holtzman, I I love it. I, I love that movie. And Chris Hemsworth proved that he has comedy chops. And Big time. Big time, yeah. So, anyone out there who wants to talk shit, you want to have a conversation about this movie, hit me up on the Facebook group. Email me at skewereduniversepodcasts at com. I will gladly, gladly debate this point with you. Ghostbusters 2016 deserves to be talked about with the other two... Go- ghostbusters films previous to it and this new one that just came out sorry it needs to be in the conversation it's part of the series it's not canon to the other stories it's a part of that series yeah that's how i feel don't know what that was (laughs) (laughs) oh man that took a lot out of me talking about that. I'm like, Whew. Yeah, I, I get on a high horse when I talk about that movie because I heard so many people just shit on it. I'm like, yeah.
1: I personally, like, I understand that there are the dorks out there that are obsessed with that one thing that makes them happy in life. And if anything disrupts that system, they shit themselves. I get that some people are like that. I am not like that. I don't give two flying fucks. Yeah. I, like,
0: I, I don't understand. I used to be a little bit like that because when I would hear, like, they're going to remake this. I'm like, ah, oh, you don't need to remake it. The first one's good. And then as I grew and matured, I'm like, they're going to remake everything. Eventually, everything's going to be remade or rebooted, re-envisioned, re-adapted, whatever. The originals that you loved, nobody's forcibly coming into your home and taking your copies away from you. Nobody's going in and saying, oh, hey, you own copy of Ghostbusters 1984 on every format available? Yeah, we're taking those. And you only have the 2016 version. They're not doing that. So if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. Exactly. But stop shitting on other people if they like it. And, s- wh- and stop review bombing movies before they even fucking come out. Let's <laughs> just say that right now. Across the board. If that's what your life goal is to review Bombshick, you're like, they shouldn't make this movie because there's a woman in it. Me! Fuck you. Seriously? You can hear it in my voice? Fuck you. (sighs) Wow. I I got real serious there for a minute because I hate that shit. What's more fun shit we've been doing? Um, I stopped doing fun shit this year, so. (laughs) Well, I mean, as far as, like, things that we've done that we haven't talked about. Oh, I've been reading comic books. There you go. Trades. I'm reading through that Deadpool one you got me, finally. Good. Oh, it's so much fun. It's so much fun.
1: It took you how? When did I give
0: that to you? Like, two years ago. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's a beloved present. Yeah. Hey. I had to find time to work it in. And I was like, I have 30 minutes on my lunch break. Why don't I start reading comics? So I've been reading that. Prior to that, I read my, what I didn't realize was volume one of Marvel Zombies. Because it ends without there being any resolution. And there should be more. And I'm like, wait, what? This isn't, oh, it's not the full collected one. But then I went on to see, okay, where are the other? Tr- where are the other volumes? Volume two you can get for about 25 bucks. I'm like, okay. Apparently volume three is coveted because it goes for like three hundred and ten fucking dollars. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm not paying you three hundred dollars for a comic book. Suck my dick. Fuck you. But Yeah, I read that. It was really fun. I, I like the idea of heroes being infected by some virus that turns them into zombies. But the little twist they gave it was if they don't consume flesh. They can't think. They become more animalistic, more driven by just the hunger. If they eat, they're able to rationally think and process what they're doing. So the whole time Spider Man is like, I ate my wife. I ate Aunt May. I can't do that. This is, ah, how can I keep doing this? This is so wrong. And they're like, you need to shut up, man, and just get over it. Okay. We've all killed people. We're all eating people. They're like, eat a Snickers. <laughs> Like you're just not yourself. Eat some brains, (laughs) and then they're arguing over who gets the rations, who gets more. Well, well, our group here, we're gonna go get it, and fuck them over there. Screw them. They don't need to eat. Like one guy is keeping Black Panther off in his lab so he can just take off little chunks at a time and eat, so he can still think. I'm like, this is fucking dark. And wow, yeah,
1: that kind of reminds me of that Black Mirror episode.
0: I mean, he
1: wasn't doing it to other people, but he was, like, cutting oh, off yeah. pieces of himself.
0: I had to think for a second, I was like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Black Museum episode. Which yeah. I gotta say was really cool. They did it, like, anthology style with the little stories. Yeah. And then the wraparound of what was actually happening. I feel like I feel like when, when there are those, like,
1: mini stories, I mm-hmm. feel like it's just added bonuses. Yeah.
0: Anyway. It was really good. Yeah, so I've been read. I've been reading that. I want to get into my other ones that I have because I have the Dark Knight Returns. I think I have Justice League New Frontier or something like that, and uh, Blackest Night, which is DC's zombie story. So we'll see. We'll see how it fares up to what I've read of Marvel zombies. But it's been it's been kind of good to get back into comic books lately because I haven't read comics in a long time, and I have a bunch sitting there, like. I don't want to break them out in I don't really want to touch them because I kept them for so long. They're not worth anything, mostly. They're not worth anything. I know that. Might as well enjoy them. Yeah. So i get back into reading my comics that I have. I don't know if I'll ever go buy any new ones. I just don't know what's out there. There's so many. But I'm enjoying what I have. I still have to get into more of my Stephen King books. <sighs> Been trying to get through the Bachman book collection that has Rage, which is about the, the essentially the school shooter story mm-hmm. that Stephen King pulled from Circulation. Oh. And it's it's kind of a rough read because you're like, ugh. You just know that at any point, this guy can snap. And I've been reading it in bits here and there. It's, it's like, this is this is going to go south real fast. And it's good overall, what I've read. So i had to get back into that. I'm in comic book mode right now. That sounds good. Yeah. I mean, we've got a new Spider-Man movie coming out, too. Which I won't go see in the theater, unfortunately, because I don't trust people. I don't. Neither do I. And that's just a general feeling that I had even before COVID-19.
1: Well, it's funny because with all the people I work with, Mm -hmm. a large percentage don't wear their masks correctly. And I thought, well, maybe I should talk to the HR person. No, they're the biggest offender. When they talk to people, they just straight up pull their mask down. So Mm. while we have all these other COVID precautions, like we have to do a wellness check every night before we can enter. um, We Mm -hmm. have to be vaccinated. Our stations have to have plastic shields, you know, around them. Mm -hmm. But it's like... Seeing my coworkers with their noses exposed while they work bugs the fuck out of me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I see that with people I work with. Like, we have to check our temperature, we have to log in if we're having any symptoms, and we go in every morning. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that just don't wear masks, there's some that just have it under their nose. And there's some that I see are wearing, and then they go to talk to somebody, they pull it down under their chin, and I'm like, they can still hear you through the mask. It's oh, not like all of a sudden... It's, it doesn't do that. But what are we going to do? We need jobs, you know? Yeah.
1: It's like, fuck.
0: Exactly. It's really
1: frustrating. Uh, it is.
0: Very much so. So yeah, I won't be seeing Spider-Man in the theater. No. I really wanted to because it would be the first one since... I think Spider-Man 3? That I would have seen in theaters, but... I'm not willing to risk it. I'm vaccinated. I got my booster. I'm not willing to risk it still. Good. Me too. Yep. I mean, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone knew what you meant. Yeah, I think that's why I'm in superhero mode. Like, Spider-Man's coming out and then seeing stuff about the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. You can roll your eyes all you want. People rolled their eyes at Heath Ledger when he got cast as the Joker. I know. It's fine. I understand. Why...
1: There have to there can be a million kajillion different Batmans. That's not how my brain works. There should be one. I know there isn't just one, so I think maybe there should be three tops. like I can't handle new Pete I can't how many daddies can I have? I can only have so many <laughs> and I'm not nothing against Robert Pattinson. I like him. He's just yet another daddy I'm going to have to get to know.
0: <laughs> I didn't know you had this uh, whole Batman daddy issue.
1: Well, on. I think of it more as like stepdads. Ah. Where okay. it's like, oh, now there's another stepdad I have to get used okay. to.
0: You cleared it up because I was like, what are we delving into here? Yeah. Is- no. Gotcha. Gotcha. I took it to a weird place. Never mind. Mo- just forget I said anything. <laughs> I'll never forget. Yeah. They tend to do that. And a lot more with the DC stuff lately. But again, at the same time,
1: I I get why specific people are specifically drawn to that specific type of story, specifically Batman. I get that there are nerds and dorks like my husband that go ape shit and who are dedicated. I personally, I'm not that dedicated. So instead of being upset and pissed off and annoyed that I have to get to know another Batman daddy. I just keep my mouth shut and roll my eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and that's fine. You're, in, you're allowed to do that. You're yeah. allowed to do that. Nobody's going to tell you not to. I'm just excited because from what I've heard, this new Batman film goes kind of along the lines of Seven, where the Riddler is more of possibly a serial killer as opposed to just... Some guy who leaves riddles at crime scenes.
1: I'm annoyed that you're getting me interested in it right now.
0: (laughs) I saw you perk up as soon as I said seven. You're like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I just hope it's not so much like seven where we have Batman going, What's in the box? What's in the box? (laughs) Where is she?
1: (laughs) Oh. He doesn't know.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay,
1: well, s- s- switching it up a little bit, I kind of made you watch a couple of The Twilights. Yes, you did, actually. And you, just like the majority of the population, were hating on it in the beginning. What did you think
0: after? Okay. I had seen the first one years back, not long after it hit, home video. And I was like, eh, it's fine, whatever. It's not my thing. I, I was like, this is just shitty vampires. Coming back to it now... I've heard you
1: complain about fucking glittery vampires, and I'm like, You
0: don't know! <laughs> coming back to it now and seeing those two movies, they're not for me. I will say that. I won't seek these out and put them on. They're not, like, background fodder for me. and be like, oh, hey, this is the part where they're playing baseball. Let me see. It's not for me. But. <laughs> I it's am- the part where they're playing baseball. Oh. I get what they were going for, and I appreciate the movies for what they are. Okay. Cool. That being said. You haven't made fun of are- them
1: since. No.
0: It's appreciated. I'm telling you. I've grown. <laughs> the one thing I will say is people will go oh, this is a vampire movie. Yeah, you're not horror. I'm like, they were never meant to be horror. They were never meant to be horror. It's essentially a teen romance. It like, a shut up. romance. The vampires are just a vehicle for something to drive the story a slightly different direction. Yeah. You remove all of that. It's basically a girl goes to live with her dad, falls in love with mysterious kid that's there. Mysterious kid and her eventually fall in love. They get torn apart because their families can't be together. Blah, 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 blah. That's all it is. Yeah. The vampires got thrown in because... It makes it interesting. Yeah. And let's be honest... Teen girls love vampires. Yeah. And society has a thing about vampires and sex and love and all that. It's all intertwined. I think a lot of that stems from Anne Rice, who we just found out passed away recently. R.I.P. Yeah, 80 years old, complications from a stroke. That's like, ugh, that's (laughs) rough. Yeah.
1: I was, oh, I was so sad to hear that. I mean, not that I I have, uh, I've been neutral about Anne Rice. It's fine. She's fine. Whatever. But then when I heard that, I was like,
0: oh, no. Yeah, you never want to hear that.
1: No. I would not want to
0: go that way. But I did enjoy Interview with the Vampire and Queen of the Damned. They are fun.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because we watched them together, right?
0: Yeah. Because we had watched Queen of the Dam before, and you're like, "You seen interview, right?" I'm like, "No." You're like, "Uh, what?" (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, they're they're fine. They're good. I enjoyed them. And like I said, they're not going to be in my upper echelon of movies to watch. But I'm scrolling through and I see it, and I'm like, "I don't got anything else to watch. I'll put on interview, whatever." I'm glad that you can appreciate them. I have grown over the years as a lover of film.
1: I thought you were just going to say as a lover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how many vampire movies have
0: you watched? <laughs> uh, my fair share. My fair share. None of the Hammer films, but I need to go back to that. That's, that's for a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, i Never been a, I've never been huge in the vampires. Like, the most I've been in the vampires were 30 Days of Night and the Blade movies. But the Blade movies, because they are more action, superhero, comic book. Yeah. And plus, you have one of the best movies ever made in Blade 2, because it was directed by Guillermo fucking Del Toro. And he did an excellent job. And Rob Perlman. Yeah. Yeah, you put those two together, I'm in. Yeah. I was kind of bummed we never got Del Toro's Hellboy 3, but... It is what it is. Yeah. I watched that new Hellboy movie. I actually liked it. Doesn't Caramel it Del Toro have like a million things coming out right now? Oh, he's always working on something. And There was something I mentioned to you the other day. I was reading an interview with him, and he said there's one Stephen King property that he would like to get his hands on. To make a movie of, even though we've had two versions of it, and that's Pet Cemetery. I can see that. i like that is like a perfect thing for him because he could get the anguish of losing a child.
1: Look at his Twitter picture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's like Guillermo del Toro's a little like elf thing. He's so cute. <laughs> He is, I love that, and this is going to sound wrong, but I mean it in the most loving way, I love that fat Mexican man. He is so precious. Like when he gets talking about something he's done in his movie or anything, he, he just has this passion that comes through and you're like, you love this. You love telling stories. You love doing this. And I love you for that. The world is a better place because Dier- Guillermo del Toro is here making movies exactly man i would love to see what he would do with pet cemetery though also i i wonder what he could do with something like it if he was given the chance if he would have been given the chance to direct it right
1: he would have oh it would have been a masterpiece there oh
0: i can't even imagine but there's been so many things he's talked about oh i want to do a version of pinocchio i'm like I'm on board. It's like, I want to do the H.P. Lovecraft story at the Mountains of Madness. I'm like, never read the story, but I'm totally in. I trust you, Guillermo. Yes, Nightmare Alley. That's his new one. Ugh. It's got what's-his-face in it? Rocket Raccoon. Sure. Bradley Cooper. Yes. Yeah, he's the voice of Rocket Raccoon.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh, (laughs) Willem Dafoe's in it? Ron Perlman's in it?
0: Uh, Of course.
1: Other people that I'm not familiar
0: with. (laughs) That tends to be a trend with Del Toro. There'll be a few names you know, and then the rest are, like, people you've never heard of, but they always deliver a performance where you're like, wow, that was
1: awesome. A movie called Antlers. Troll Hunters. Like, he's got so much going on. Yeah, Troll Hunters is the animated Netflix show. The Witches, Wizards... Oh my gosh, he's got so much.
0: He His, like, in-production thing on IMDb is, like, infinite. Yeah, that's apparently. Like, he has so many ideas. I love him. And that's why I'm excited when, he's, when they're like, this is directed by Guillermo del Toro, or, you know, executive producer Guillermo del Toro. With him, I take that producer credit with a little bit more seriousness, because I think he's behind the people making the film. And is there to be like, look, these guys know what they're doing. This movie needs to be made. Yeah. Instead of just, oh, give me the credit, I'll take it. I think he's like backing the filmmakers at that point, like really trying to make sure they get noticed for the work they're doing. But yeah, I love Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah. And I love Blade Two. Yeah. The first Del Toro movie I saw in theaters. It's like, this man is amazing. And then I saw Hellboy, and then I started going to see Pan's Labyrinth, and then you had me watch Chronos after I got you that nice Blu-ray box set of his films. What else? Oh, uh, what was... What was the other one? Oh, The Devil's Backbone. That was the other one. Yeah. So good. He's so good. Mm-hmm. He's able to make you feel something, but then at the same time, you're just uneasy with what's going on because it gets so dark. And the one thing I love about and Gretel was like, oh, it's like a dark fairy tale. I'm like, no, it's a fairy tale. Go back and read the original fairy tales. Those were not happy Disney polished stories. Those were dark and twisted as fuck. Yes, they were. I mean, Hansel and Gretel alone they fucking shoved the witch into an oven. I mean, Snow White was a lot darker, and she was a lot younger, which was like, oh, it's a story of pedophilia as well. I think she was like eight, and the queen was like obsessed, like, she's so much more beautiful than me. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you that you're obsessed like this? But anyway, Del Toro is great. I worship at the altar of Del Toro. I don't know how we got there. Again, this conversation is just veering in different directions. That's the point. Yeah.
1: We're catching up with each other.
0: Yeah, I work graveyard shift,
1: so it's not like it's not like I'm awake during <laughs> normal business hours.
0: <laughs> like how you put it as normal business hours. <laughs> I like that. I really, really like that.
1: Like, I'm shocked that I'm awake right now.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised. Because normally you'd be out. Yeah, but you do need your sleep because you got to be ready to go for that graveyard shift. Digging graves and burying bodies. You know, as a kid, that's what I thought graveyard shift meant. Well, that makes sense. I thought it meant people working in graveyards. <laughs>
1: yeah. I didn't know. I I bury a lot of paperwork. <laughs> lots and lots of paperwork.
0: <laughs> I murder it. I I just kill keys on a keyboard a daily for data entry. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, let's not talk about our work. That's boring. Nobody it's to so boring. It's so that boring
1: shit. that I listen to audiobooks. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Never thought I'd become one of those people, but yeah, I totally
0: am. Hey, it happens. Sometimes it's easier to listen to a book, especially one as daunting as it yeah instead of trying to pick it up and read it yeah
1: well, that you know my my job is there's I sort papers, that's all I do all night long, and yeah. so my mind is not getting stimulated whatsoever, so I put on an audio book, I put on some some Paul episodes. <laughs> And then my night goes, shoom, and all of a sudden my shift is over. Yeah, same.
0: I put on the podcasts and I work. And I've I've always been that way. I've always had to have music or something on, even as a kid doing my homework. I'd get in trouble for it because like turn off the music. You don't need to turn off the TV. You're doing your homework. It's like I can't work in absolute silence. It it makes me look at the clock. It makes the day drag. I can't do that. I have to have something there stimulating my brain as I work. I know some people are like, well, is it work stimulating your brain? No. No. It's work. What's wrong with you? (laughs) I just like having something to listen to so I can get in the zone and just go. That's that's what podcasts do for me. Yeah. For me, it's
1: I feel like I'm watching a show with my friends. I don't even have to be watching the show. They're talk, they're describing the show to me, so it's mm-hmm. like I'm watching it
0: with them. Yeah, I feel like I'm a person and part of a conversation, even though they can't hear what I'm responding in my head. Yeah. Yeah, they, they make the day go by faster, because if I didn't have it...
1: Plus, it's nice to hear some things I have in common, like... Mm-hmm. We hate mushrooms. <laughs> I also
0: absolutely hate mushrooms. <laughs> See, Paul, you are not alone. You're not alone in your hatred of the trash plant. <laughs> d- d- I fucking
1: mushrooms. They shouldn't even exist. People are like, "Well, is it isn't the taste? You can if you cook it with blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "No, it's the concept that they even exist." Plus, they have the slits, and they look like crying babies. I don't know if I told you, but there's a type of mushroom that when you cook it, it screams, yeah, yeah, good stuff. That didn't fuck me up for a while.
0: Jesus, that's dark. It was- it, Ugh. 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 I hate uh, it. I- I- ugh. <laughs> I hate, it. I, hate it. I- hate it. Uh Ugh. ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not the same but it's like i i hate peas yeah i don't like peas i will never eat peas yeah and i've had multiple people tell me oh well you just haven't had them prepared the right way no they're still peas like look i'm a grown-ass man i'm allowed to not like fucking peas don't tell me that i haven't had them a certain way or that i'm not cooking them properly fuck off i don't have to eat peas okay I don't even know. Is there any nutritional value to a fucking pea? <laughs> they're mushy things and like a plastic-like skin. That's all they are.
1: Oh, gross.
0: Yeah. The time I had peas as a kid, I was like, uh, <laughs> no. My gag reflex would be triggered. I'd have to choke them down because I'm like, You need to eat your peas. Why? Why are we even eating things called peas? Because it sounds like pee. I don't want to drink pee. I don't want to eat peas. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> Fucking disgusting little balls of mush. Ooh. Mush balls. Peas <laughs> <laughs> Peas and mushrooms can fuck off. Yes. That was my chair. <laughs> I'm sorry. That <laughs> was just my seating. Yeah, it's it's funny that when I told you that he was like he hates mushrooms, Paul hates them too. You're like, what? Uh, well, my first question
1: was, okay, does he just not like them, or does he hate them?
0: You questioned those. You're like, send me the episode where he said it. Yep, sure <laughs> so enough, I found he it hates and sent it. it to you, you're like, <laughs> okay, okay, we're on the same page here.
1: Yep, <laughs> yep. He's talking about how his wife is afraid of mannequins, and like that sent me spit spinning. Because I have a thing where I, I, I can't even call it a fear. It's just I don't like it. I mm-hmm. don't like being stared at. I don't like being, th- I don't like thinking I'm being stared at or being right. watched. It's something that it, I have to deal with on a daily basis. Me and you have like this understanding mm-hmm. that if you're awake and I'm not, something with sound has to be on. Because I'll feel like you're staring at me, and it makes right. me really uncomfortable. So when I heard that she doesn't like mannequins, I was like, oh, is it the eyes? You know, what is it? Do you feel like you're being stared at? Like, it just sent me on this spin. You're trying to figure out exactly, <laughs>
0: like, oh, <laughs> what's the deal? Yeah. I want to know more. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny the little things you find out, because... You share yourself essentially through podcasting. And I know yeah. it's getting kind of weird and deep and we're sharing ourselves with you. But you're giving people like a slight glimpse into your life. Yeah. And I think that's kind of cool about podcasting. like everyone that I've listened to over the years, I feel like I know them even though I don't. But I've formed relationships with people. I've gone on other people's shows. I took part in cutting together a clip for a charity podcast that was put together to help one guy on a show I listened to. Oh, that was the other show, the midnight drive-in. That's one of the other shows I listened to. Mm. I just remembered Mm. because that was what we did the charity thing for. Yeah. So like you get to like, feel like, you know, these people. And then because I've been ingrained in all of it for so long, I've made friends, even though we've never met in person. I consider these people my friends because we communicate on Facebook all the time. We go back and forth about stuff all the time. We throw ideas at each other about possibly getting together for episodes and all that. It's fun. You start to feel like you know these people. Mm -hmm. Wrestling Uh, and podcasts. (laughs) Those are your things. Wrestling and podcasts and Batman and Ghostbusters and I like turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Back to the turtle. Back to the turtle. (laughs) I know. I know. The turtle was with us.
1: He shat us out.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone would have understood what the turtle was.
1: No. The first time I read it, I was like,
0: what is the turtle?
1: Or that the turtle had a counterpart. Or that there was a third counterpart that no one really knew about. Ugh, oh, it's just, ugh, oh, good, yeah. so good. There were
0: references thrown into the movies, though, about the turtle, like George. Vaguely, had. vaguely. I think he had, like, turtle sheets, or there was, like, a Lego turtle that he to built. To me,
1: that's not, that's not, it's a nod, but it's not it's a It's to part those of it.
0: who read the book, like, hey, yeah. we can't put it in here, but the turtle is present somewhere. Yes. They're like, for you, think that the turtle is just overseeing everything. Yes. But yeah, somebody would be like, let's with the turtle. Read, Read the, book. the book. Read the book. <laughs> Read the book.
1: It's worth it. It's it's only five gajillion pages long, but it's worth yeah, it. it. It's long. It's daunting. Get the audiobook. Put it on yeah, a higher like speed. Reading. Get the
0: audiobook. Steven Weber narrates it, and he's really fucking good. He really
1: is. I mean, he gets the voices and the inflections really well.
0: It's it's really good audiobook. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a really good audiobook. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the only audiobook I've ever listened to. No, no, I take that back. I listened to a couple of the Dexter books on audiobook form. But that was back when um, I didn't know how to acquire them legally, so I was using other means to obtain them. LimeWire? Um, quite possibly. <laughs> There and, aren't FBI agents out there that are going to come after 300th you. 300th virus wipe of my computer <laughs> to make sure it was running efficiently again. I decided, you know what? It's not maybe, worth it. Maybe LimeWire and BearShare and Kazaa aren't worth it anymore. I forgot about BearShare. Yeah, my brother told me about that one. like Anytime I'd go to get a movie, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I'd play the movie, and it's fucking porn. I'm like, Jesus right? Christ. Like, okay, I don't mind it, but I'm not looking for that right now. Yeah. I didn't need, hey, hardcore fisting. Like, no. That's not what I, I... was trying to find. Batman, and now it's just, hey, this chick's wearing a cape and getting fisted. It's by Buttman or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like <I, sighs>
1: Buttman. It goes not, around
0: fisting people. Yeah. And you know what's funny? There's probably people listening to this going, what's LimeWire? What's this? What's file sharing? What's that? Yeah. It's like, that was what BitTorrent was before BitTorrent was a thing. Yeah. I don't even know how to... If I I don't even know where I would go to BitTorrent anything. I just don't even... I wouldn't even try. Don't even like a do a search something's... for it because you're going to get infected. <laughs> yeah. It's bad enough doing doing searches as it is and trying to word it correctly so you're not getting put on some fucking FBI watch list. It's like... I know this has another connotation, but I'm trying to research the legitimate version of this, and I don't want to be put on some weird list. Like, you don't go searching, oh, what was that episode of South Park about Nambla? And then they're like, oh, he mentioned Nambla, he must be a (laughs) boyfucker. Like, no, I just wanted to know the name of the episode. I was trying to find it on whatever service, I think they're on HBO Max right now. Sure, Jeff. sure. Yeah. my god, I'm going to start going into a defense of myself. I'm like, I don't need to defend myself because I'm not. Anyway. (laughs) That that look you gave me, that was just between me
1: and you, that, fuck off, really?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That really? You're really going to go there? I'm just kidding. I know you are. That I was about to jump into defense. I'm like, I don't need to defend myself because I'm not. (laughs) Start doing that, they're going to be like, oh, he's definitely. <laughs> oh, this skewered universe guy has definitely touched somebody
1: inappropriately.
0: Only myself. And even then, I feel shame. You have to get yourself drunk first. <laughs> I have to get myself drunk. i got to light a few candles. <laughs> Put on the Barry Manilow.
1: It would be the Batman theme, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Put on some Batman! Actually, it would be the 60s version of Batman. Oh, no. Batman! And that's the climax. <laughs> Ten uh. seconds in, you're like... Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. Hey, pretty much. Pretty much. Hey, they've heard a lot worse. If they've listened to this, they've heard a lot worse. <laughs> And we literally have an episode called the Brownwater Special, and they've heard worse because that audio sucks in that episode. <laughs> <It really laughs> the clanking does. of poker chips because oh, I'm an asshole. No. Oh, no. oh, man. <sighs> oh, memories. <laughs> or should I say, memories? How long have we been recording so far? Oh, we've been recording for an hour and 35 minutes. Oh, shit. Yeah, we've just been talking. See, that's what happens. We've just been having a conversation. I told you, and you guys are a part of it. you're at home right now, chiming in. We know you are. We can hear you well, you that just said that you're fucking disgusting, Jeff. And your mother doesn't love you. Jeff may be able to hear you, but I can see you. She's all seeing. <laughs> Don't mind that red light in the corner <laughs> just Just keep doing what you're doing. It's okay, it's not inappropriate. It's natural. God, that sounds wrong. It really does. (laughs) And they're like, I'm just trying to cook eggs. It's (laughs) natural the way you cook eggs. It's okay. Cook them. Cook them hard. Cook them soft. It doesn't matter what am
1: I doing? I don't know, but you're going to a really weird place. Like, it kind of set my brain off. I was like, would it
0: be better harder?
1: Or would softer be sexier? Like, what? What are you doing right now? Just
0: just soft-boil that egg and let the yolk run everywhere. (laughs) Just let it gush out of the center.
1: Oh yeah, put it in your mouth and chew. Yum,
0: yum, know, Okay, totally random thought. A soft-boiled egg is like an egg gusher.
1: That's gross.
0: Like you have those little... Oh, you mean the candy. (laughs) We're not talking about Pornhub searches, dear. (laughs) But I I get where you could go that way. I went very inappropriate (laughs) with that! (laughs) It's okay. The fruit snack gushers. And then a soft-boiled egg is essentially like a gusher as well it's just an egg oh I love that you caught yourself and you just <laughs> dead dead dead. Uh, maybe we maybe we're maybe we're good maybe we need to wrap it up I think that's a good place to end it I think anymore and <laughs> we're gonna get into places we don't need recorded <laughs> it's gonna be admissible as evidence in somebody's trial Jesus. <laughs> well I was listening to the Skewered Universe podcast and then they mentioned Gushers and I drove off the road <laughs> killing killing every child at that elementary school. I it wasn't my fault. <sighs> so embarrassing. Alright, so we'll wrap it up there. In okay. the new year.
1: Yeah. I mean I'm not we're saying we're not more. gonna record again before oh, yeah. the end of the year, but I felt like This was a good time to just kind of do a catch-up.
0: Yeah, catch-up episode, talk about what we've been doing, just have a conversation, and allow you guys to be a part of the conversation. Because you guys love us. And we love you. Not in the biblical sense, just a general amicable love of your fellow man. Don't be weird, okay? Don't be weird out there. (laughs) I'll hug you, but in like a bro-hug sense unless it's Chris Evans. He's sporting that beard from Infinity War. Jesus, I don't know. (laughs) Made me question my sexuality for a moment in the theater. I'll admit it. I don't care. I'm secure enough in my masculinity to admit when a guy's attractive and I'm like...
1: I was 100% straight when
0: I came in here. (laughs) It's like, you know the opportunity ever presented itself, and I was, you know, you never know. <laughs> uh, I might be gay for Chris Evans. I thought, you, I
1: thought you were <laughs> going to say I th- you were going to be gay for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, got to stop. we got to stop. All right, you guys know where to find us. You can go to Facebook, search Skewed Universe. You can go to Podbean podbean.com slash podcast. you can email us skewered universe podcast at gmail.com you can find us on Instagram and Twitter just search Skewered You or Skewered Universe you'll find me, trust me and also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash universe. you can go there, you can get transmissions episodes eventually there will be audio commentaries for movies you love like Demon, Night. Demon Knight that's going to be our first one and I keep saying it because if I say it, it will eventually come to fruition. And then maybe, just maybe, we'll throw in some weird shit. Who knows? Maybe we'll decide to do a commentary on the baby so you can hear more weird shit about that movie. Yep. Maybe we'll do a commentary on... I don't know what. Maybe Ghostbusters. Who the fuck knows? Anything can happen. But thank you for listening. Support us if you can. Send us feedback if you can. Join the socials. You have anything else you'd like to say, Leanne, before we close this out? Thank you for letting us be a part of your lives. And if we don't happen to leave another episode before the end of the year, have a merry Christmas, a happy Kwanzaa, a happy Hanukkah, happy Festivus. I think that's something? I don't know. It is not happy, all-encompassing of all the holidays that you celebrate. Or ones you don't. If you don't celebrate anything, that's all right. Have a good new year if we don't talk to you. And keep enjoying that universe that's just the slightest bit skewered.
1: Check out Skewered Universe Podcast at the following links. Skeweredhead.com Facebook.com Slash groups Slash Skewered Universe Podcast SkeweredUniverse.podbean.com Twitter at SkeweredU Instagram Skewered underscore universe Email the show at Podcast at gmail.com Patreon Patreon.com Slash Skewered Podcast Join our Patreon Go to Patreon.com Slash Skewered Podcast To get access to exclusive
0: bonus content Such as Skewered Universe transmissions and. Audio Commentary Tracks